You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi there, welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast, the podcast for coaches to help them build a thriving coaching business. Brought to you by CoachesConnectionAcademy.com. This is episode 79. My name's Anne-Marie Cross and I'm here with my co-host Jennifer Sparkle Johnson. Are you struggling to get new clients or maybe you feel undervalued and underpaid but you're concerned if you raise your fees you're going to lose your existing clients? Well, maybe you're not sure how to market your business so that you get noticed and hired by your ideal client or you're in the right place. Whether you're just starting up your coaching practice or maybe you've been in business a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. Jennifer and I are going to teach you the right strategies around money, around marketing and around money mindset so you can get noticed, get new clients who pay you what you're worth so you can finally grow a successful, profitable coaching practice. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome to another show. Now today's show is all about fear, especially about fear being a good four-letter word when it comes to networking. Now we know that for many business owners, having to introduce themselves in front of a group of strangers at a networking event is something they fear. However, when it comes to networking, Jennifer and I today on the show are going to share with you four reasons why fear is actually a really good thing. How can it be a good thing? Well, stay tuned for our words of wisdom. And before we dive in to our words of wisdom and of course our tip of the week, which we do every week, we want to just share a couple of quick announcements with you. Jennifer. Yes, we are actually really excited and grateful to say that the doors are closed for our podcast training, Rise to Stardom. Now, having said that, don't be disappointed if you didn't get to get in. It's okay. We will run it again. So if it is something that you're interested in, actually, just make sure, send us an email. And when we release the training again, we'll make sure and connect with you. Yeah, absolutely. I know that uh, many of you may have missed out because podcasting is one of those things that you want to want to also do in, in your business as well. However, we will be running the program again. Just go to the today's show notes. And of course, that is at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP79. Jennifer and I there will show you details on how you can connect with us and get on the VIP list so you can have uh, first dibs to the seats when we open the doors again. And here's today's tip of the week. Jennifer, what's today's tip of the week? Today's tip of the week is all about fear and that wonderful phrase of, oh my goodness, I don't have enough time. So if fear is showing up in your world, having the the concern about, I don't have enough time, here's what you get to do. Start to track for yourself every day. And I'm gonna challenge you every hour to literally track your time. How do you spend your time? So every hour you're gonna take just about 30 seconds and you're gonna write down you know, networking, you're gonna write down um, paying bills, you're gonna write down visiting with the kids, you're gonna write down dinner time, whatever it happens to be. Literally, if you want to change your life, if you want to let go of the fear of, holy smokes, I can't do this because I don't have enough time, keep a time journal for one week and really bust yourself and decide, wow, maybe I have more time than I thought. 
You know, I think time is one of those things that we take, can take for granted, can't we, Jennifer, when we don't recognise that it is really a priceless resource. I mean, once a minute's gone or an hour's gone, we can never reclaim that back. And so often, for many of us, and I know that I've done this too, it's like, oh, I just don't know where that time went and I didn't get enough done. Yet if we were just to take a time journal and really be accountable for what we're spending time on, we look at, oh, okay, social media or I spent way too many mm-hmm. too much time checking my emails and things like that. And it, it really does. It's an eye-opener, isn't it? It's a wake-up call. It's an eye-opener. And the double bonus here is not only are you going to get that visual really clear on how you spend your time, there's two things that can happen. One, you're going to see where you may be really doing so much more than you're giving your credit for right, to yourself, mm-hmm. right? Because we just think, oh, I have to get this. I have to do this. I have to do this. Well, when you have it all mapped out and you can literally see it, you're like, oh my goodness, I do more than I realized, right? So that's a celebration. And also the second thing, it's why it's so powerful is simply to see where you are possibly wasting time. And then the choice is yours if you want to do something different. Mm. All right. Well, I'm going to do that. I'm going to commit to taking <laughs> a time journal. And uh, next week, remind me, Jennifer, to check back in and, and share with you oh, how yeah. I went. And of course, if you're listening today and you know that time, you know, being honest with yourself and you know that time often slips away from you, then we encourage you to also to take a time journal, leave a comment below uh it may be a next week's show but start to monitor it next week's show leave a comment in uh how you went let's start to really start to to value our time and become far more productive in in how we show up for our work today's words of wisdom to help you take your coaching practice to the next level So at the top of the show, Jennifer and I said that fear, so F-E-A-R, is a good four-letter word when it comes to networking. And I know many business owners that I speak to, and I know you do too, Jennifer, when when it comes to having to stand up in front of a group of people where sometimes we may know people in the audience, we may see a few familiar faces, but often more times than not, there are people that we have not yet met. And the thought of them having to stand up and share a 30 second, a 45 second, or even a 60 second infomercial or introduction about who they are, what they do, who they can support can be really frightening. And I know that some people have said, you know, as that microphone comes around the room, as it gets closer and closer, my heart starts beating, my breath just seems to escape me. And it's kind of like, oh, I feel like I'm just about to to faint. Fear is a good thing and we want to share why. Now, fear, F-E-A-R, we have used that as an acronym and we have uh, created what we call a really nice phrase. We want to share with that with you now. Fear stands for fostering exceptional, authentic relationships. So fostering exceptional, authentic relationships. Now, I know that that word authentic or authenticity is often thrown around. Yet for, for Jennifer and I, because this the, that word is so close to our brand and the authenticity, we say time and time again on the show that how you show up in your business, when you think of your signature brand, your brand message, what you stand for, it needs to be connected to you. So that's why authenticity is so important. And so this is so important when you think about networking as well, that you're building real relationships, that you are showing up as the real you and committing to really connecting and nurturing and and creating, you know, forging strong relationships. So the question we have with you is, how do you approach networking? 
And recently I heard about one person's approach, which was just to hand out and collect as many business cards as she could. And Jennifer, I know that that happened a couple of times to you too, where you've been at a networking event and there you see someone who's just handing out cards, shoving them in the hands of people she's never yet met, not even bothering to have a conversation with them. And then before the person could sort of turn around, sort of waving and then off to the next person, not bothering to speak to anyone, but just no connection at all. No connection at all, just thrusting the cards into the hands of people who glanced her way and then maybe asking them for their card too. Now, this is an absolute no-no in networking. It's absolute no-no networking. Uh, And in actual fact, what will often happen is the cards that these people collect, they add these new names and email addresses to their database. In fact, that happened to me. I was at an event just um, a couple of months ago and I had my business cards on the table where, where I had all my stands set up. And then a couple of days after the event had finished, all of a sudden I'm getting these emails and these newsletters and I'm thinking, I never signed up for those. And it was because people had gotten my details and had added me to their database without my consent, without my permission. It's really, it's inappropriate. Mm. You know, some people here in the States will say, if you hand someone your business card, you are extending an invitation to stay connected with you. So they will consider that permission to sign you up automatically on their email list. If that's the case, quote unquote, that it's technically okay, it's still about integrity. And it's about really thinking about, you know, did this person hand you the card because they want to stay in contact with you in some way, shape or form? Or do they really want to be put on your email list in that type of contact? It's two very different things. So to me, it's all about integrity. It is. So if you're following this approach, if you're collecting cards, if you're not introducing yourself, if you're not connecting with the other people, the other person, and you're just sending what we might call unsolicited emails, this is actually one of the best ways to tarnish your reputation. So if you're not worried about building quality relationships, I mean, that person who you've just collected that card could be, uh, you know, someone in your network that could potentially open up the door to many more of your ideal clients. They could become a referral partner. They could be someone who, who just sings your praises if you take the time to build relationships. So in that instance, that example that Jennifer and I've just shared, that is not fostering exceptional authentic relationships you know what when it comes to relationships you need to think quality relationships not quantity but quality people aren't just names on business cards they are people they have personalities they have um, you know they have needs desires you can you know it's, it's just incredible and, and so I think we've gone and really shared the value of taking the time to build relationships, nurturing these relationships with like-minded people where you take the time, where you really take time to get to know, like and trust him or her and vice versa as someone that you would gladly recommend or even do business with. That is really what you're aiming to do. So here are the steps that we want to share with you so that you can start to foster exceptional, authentic relationships for you and your business. Okay, let's talk about number one. That is to set your intention. Set your intention. You know, there's actually something very magical and powerful that happens when you set an intention. And I'm all about intentions. Actually, we want to share with you what Deepak Chopra states. Intention is the starting point of every dream. It is the creative power that fulfills all your needs, whether for money, 
relationships, spiritual awakening, or love. Everything that happens in the universe begins with intention. Oh man, I just love that. (laughs) I love that. And what I want you to think about is, you know, when Anne-Marie and I were talking about this, it's like, yeah, let's find out from the community, what is your intention when it comes to networking? Do you even set intentions? We're pretty excited to find out. Do you set intentions and what are they? Now, one of the podcast guests from Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, Katrina Pollard, she actually shared her intention during uh, an interview for an upcoming show. And her intention again, about networking that she attends, is to actually have meaningful conversations with three people. And again, notice that phrase, her intention to have meaningful conversation with three people so she can get to know each person on a deeper level. I just love that. And that is so important. And so what happens is by setting the intention along with her desire to foster exceptional, authentic relationships at the AR, she has developed a growing community of like-minded people, which has led to ongoing business and promotional opportunities for her and her business. So think about that. When you use FEAR in a powerful way and set intentions for networking, oh my goodness, what can happen? Make sure you jump online and share with us. Isn't it incredible, Jennifer, that even with uh, networking, intention setting is so powerful because I know that we've spoken about other, you know, setting goals, what's your intention. Intention Mm -hmm. really is powerful. And I think that Deepak Chopra just sums it up so perfectly, Mm -hmm. doesn't he? So beautifully. And setting that intention before even stepping out the door I love the way that Katrina models this so well. So perhaps we can start to model that to you listening today who may have approached networking and thinking, oh, I don't know really how to, if you set an intention, I want to meet and have three meaningful conversations with three different people so I can get them, you know, get to know them on a deeper level. What a fantastic way to, 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 to move forward, to, to go with that approach when you are attending a networking event. Love that. Set your intention. All right, let's dive into the second step, and that is to give your attention. Give your attention. So do you know the one action that you can take when you first meet someone that will make the most impact? Do you know what that is? Do you know what that one action is that will make the most impact? And Dale Carnegie writes about it in his book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. In fact, this one action that you can take is so powerful, he devoted an entire chapter to it. And he became genuinely interested in other people. Take heed of the word genuinely. Now, I remember reading Dale Carnegie's book once and and believe it or not, and here I'm sharing something a bit transparent, I am actually deep down quite a shy person until I get to know someone and then, oh my goodness, the floodgates will open. But I was going to go to an event, I think it was one of my niece's birthday parties and I thought oh there's a lot of different people that I'm not not I don't know what conversation all this and I read Dale Carnegie's book and he said be genuinely interested in other people ask them questions people love to speak about themselves 
And that's exactly what I did. I would ask a question and the other person, you know, this is at the event, my niece's birthday, would then t start to, and I learned so many different things and I built some really great relationships. It really does work. And what I'm going to do is we're going to, on our show notes, leave a, a link to an article that uh, we've written, Icebreaker versus Dealbreaker, Do You Know the Difference? And this is where people who are really passionate about their work that they do, and you know, if you're at a business meeting, people are passionate about the work that they do. And so when you have some really great questions to ask them, they're gladly going to share more about themselves and the work that they do. And guess what? By you asking these key questions shows that you are genuinely interested in what they are doing. So here's a couple of questions that you can ask someone that you may never have met yet. So just like Katrina, the three people you're meeting one, here are some questions to ask them so that you can start to foster exceptional, authentic relationships. Question one. So tell me about your business and the work you do. What a great open-ended question. Here's another one. Now, I've been hearing about some of the changes in your industry. Is your business being impacted because of these changes? Now, that question is so valuable because you know what? You may have a resource or a tool or something that you can share with them to help them overcome their struggles. What a great way to foster that authentic relationship by extending the help of support uh, or a tool or something like that. That's just incredible. Okay, here's one more. What are some of the projects you're working on at the moment? You know, someone may love to, to showcase more about what they're doing and you never know. It may be an opportunity for you down the track because remember, you're not pushing or selling at this stage. You're genuinely building that authentic relationship with them. But those three questions, for those of you who tend to be a little bit shy like me, put those on your to, to ask next time you step into a networking event. And my goodness, you will have people conversing with you and networking and wanting to build relationships with you because guess what? You are being genuine interested in who they are. That is so awesome, isn't it? And mm -hmm. I love how you're talking about asking them questions so they can really shine and talk about themselves because people do love to share about themselves. And when they have that opportunity, it is that like, known trust is happening as you're building that connection. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Great. Okay. So we've talked about setting your attention. We then talked about uh, give your attention now we want to talk about, which is just as important, is number three, which is take action. To start leveraging the new connections that you've just made that we've been speaking about, this actually requires action. So we want to make sure that you're really clear here. Don't just file away those business cards that you've collected. <laughs> and honestly, Emory, I have to say, been there, done that. I used to do that. I would grab, you know, connections with people and cards and, and I would have their information and I didn't do anything with it when I first started my coaching business. And obviously that is not the best plan. So we want to make sure that you can save some time, effort and energy from our mistakes. So make sure whatever you do, don't just, don't just dismiss that wonderful connection you made with somebody um, and not do anything with their card. Make sure that you take the card and you know what? Make sure and, and um, create whatever it is for you. I I like to make sure and take that card and um, file it in a system. And I'll share with that in just a second on how to make sure and stay connected. What we talked about when we first started, though, is please do not, whatever you do, do not just add, don't take that card, do not take that card and just add someone to your email list. It's it's not a good way to do business. It's not authentic and it's not living from a place of integrity, in our opinion. Um, and actually, you know, 
something super cool. And here's a perfect example. I literally was at an event. I put my card in their bowl because I really wanted to win their giveaway. This is a super cool person on the planet. And um, I didn't win, which is fine. Uh, and we actually met for lunch last week. And she said to me some interesting things. I was like, oh, I love that. And she said, you know, would it be okay for me to add you to my, my mailing list? Because I share stuff like this all the time. I said, oh my goodness, I would love that. So she didn't automatically do it when I was at the event. Instead, when we met later, she asked permission. I was so happy to say yes. And now that I'm receiving her things, it excites me to see her message in my inbox versus getting really ticked off feeling spammed. So make sure you 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 don't just add somebody. Okay, so enough about that. I think we've, we've hammered that home enough. Um, okay, so once you taking action, right, once you come home and you have that that card and that connection that you've made with somebody, what you can do is take their email and actually send them a nice to meet you email or I'm so glad we connected, right? Make sure when you do this, please, that it's personalized. Share something in there about the conversation you guys had, okay? So make sure that it's very personal because no one really feels cared about or connected with if they're receiving a very generic email. Okay, so that's one tip to make sure you do. And then take their, their details and um, make sure whatever relevant information that's on there, add to your database so that you can refer back to them when the opportunity arises or um, whether you end up being able to refer them to someone else or make a, a connection for someone else. That way you have everything all in one place. There's nothing more frustrating to me than when I can't find a card. So um, Anne-Marie and I all have this great system that, that supports us and hopefully you have one that supports you as well. Maybe that's a future topic. Um, so that that way you have it to refer back to. And when you think about the people that you've spoken with, right? Remember, you're building a relationship. Actually, I love for people to remember that this is an opportunity to actually believe that there is potential for mutually beneficial relationship where it supports both of you. Relationships aren't one-sided. So when you're doing this, make sure that it's very connective and that you reconnect with them um, to book another meeting because follow-up is the key. It really, really is. Follow-up is the key. All the results and actual successes that happen from networking really do occur after the event. It's not during the event, it's after the event. So some of the things that I love to do to actually um, support the relationships and and uh, create potential opportunities, whether it's, you know, uh, to become referral partners, to become more on a friendly level uh, or, or potential client, whatever it happens to be. I, I'd love to meet and um, speak with people and invite them to coffee, right? So we can meet up for coffee or lunch. Like I was just sharing a few minutes ago, I met that person. Um, I also love to ask the person, how can I refer you in two to three sentences when I'm hearing someone that has a struggle I think you'd be a good fit for? So I love to invite people for coffee. I love to find out how I can help them be a referral partner so that I can connect people together because I love helping people. And you know what else is super cool? And it's just my own thing. When I do receive someone's card at an event, I actually keep a Sharpie marker in my pen, in my purse. Um, Cause sometimes if a card is laminated, a pen won't work. I keep a Sharpie marker in my purse and write down where I met them and one or two key things that's absolutely important to me about our conversation. That way I can refer to it back to it and it connects me more with them and it makes them on the receiving end totally feel more connected with me.
At the top of the uh, podcast, I said that we were going to talk about four things. So we've covered three things. So this is a bonus fourth. And this is something that you shared uh, with me quite a number of months ago, Jennifer. And I think we may have mentioned this already on on one of the podcast episodes. And this is all about helping set yourself up so that when you step into a networking room, Fear is actually a positive fear where you are fostering those exceptional, authentic relationship. Now, this is a great tip. And this is something that Jennifer does too. Before she even steps into the door of the networking group, what you do, Jennifer, is you look at the list of people who are going to be there. And if you can see some names of people that you want to speak to, you reach out to them via email or via social connections and say something like, hey, I see we're going to the same networking event. I would love to connect with you um, and have a conversation with you. Now, isn't that great? Because that already is setting up the opportunity for you to know that, hey, I already know that that person's going and I've already set up that platform that we can go and, and connect. We can connect. Totally setting that intention and to get together while you're beautiful. there. Beautiful. So that, you know how sometimes when we're going to a networking event and we may not really know people and it's who's going to be there, well, that eliminates that whole fear around that because you're already setting that intention and you've already reached out to them. So guess what? There, That other person is going to that networking event uh, already with the intention of connecting with you too. And what a great way to to start building that authentic relationship before you have even stepped in the door or even connected on a face-to-face basis. So love that. And having said that, that means make sure that you are SVP as well so that people can know you're there if someone's wanting to make sure and connect with you. Absolutely. Wow. So there you go. Those are the the three in a bonus. So set your intention, give your (laughs) attention, take action. And of course, one of those take action is to reach out to people before you even step foot in the door um, and connect with them and and reach out RSVP so that uh, you can already know who's going and uh, make connection with them beforehand. You know, it's just so powerful when you when you do set your intention and when you have your networking be purposeful. You know, set the intention, have it be purposeful and allowing the F-E-A-R, allowing that fear to really support you and pull you forward versus um, in a negative way or hold you back. You know, this week is so great when we're talking about fear. We actually have a double dose for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the first quote is from Les Brown, and that is, too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears. Ooh, that's powerful. That's powerful. Please take a moment and think about that. Too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears how is that showing up for you, right? Now, the second one that we want to share is actually from Dr. Phil. And this quote is, you create the results you believe you deserve. Whoa, I have to say when when I first heard that one, it literally, and I'm not even kidding, <laughs> stopped me in my tracks. Um, and so what I love about this one, th- these two go so hand in hand. And what I love about them, especially the Dr. Phil is, when you're wanting to network, you're going for a reason or you wouldn't be going, right? So if you let yourself be held back or you don't show up at a networking meeting, meaning you don't allow yourself to shine through and actually meet people and set those intentions to connect with people, you're not going to make connections. You're going to end up 
you know, most likely being more of an observer at a networking meeting. And what's going to happen is you don't create the relationships and you don't necessarily have any way to follow up with people. And you're literally creating those results that you believe you deserve. So let's make sure and empower you. Let fear be a positive thing and trust yourself and go have fun. Wow, what a powerful show. I think fear, as you said, Jennifer, if we let fear rule our lives, then that's not going to help us to live our dreams and our goals and our visions for our business. Wow, another fantastic show. So we want to ask you, what is the biggest aha that you are taking away from this this podcast and what's the action step you're going to take in the next 24 hours? Go ahead and on the show notes down below in the comment section, let us know what that is. While you're there also on our show notes, please click through to our iTunes channel and subscribe, leave a comment, leave a rating. Would you mind doing that for us? That allows us to get our message out into other hands of an inspired, passionate, uh, driven uh, business owners and uh, we want to impact the world as much as we can. So thank you for that. Another fantastic show. Look forward to connecting again with you next week, Jennifer. Bye for now. And make sure and join us for number 80. Yes. Yay. Woohoo.